Hey folks, welcome to the Aspire Natural Health Podcast. My name is Dr. Tim Gersmar. At Aspire Natural Health, we are experts at treating digestive issues, autoimmune disease, and other hard to treat cases. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you interesting and informative discussions and topics, whether that's with us or other experts and interesting people. Listen, we want to reach as many people as possible and help as many lives as we can. This podcast is and always will remain free of charge. So we'll bring you the expertise, but we do need your help. There are two simple things that you can do to help us in our efforts to reach as many people as possible. Whether this is your first podcast or one of many, if you found these podcasts helpful, please do two things. The first is share it with any friends or people you know who might find it valuable. Again, it's free. Please drop them a line and let them know about the podcast. The second thing, which is really important, is to please head on over to iTunes and give us preferably a five-star review. Whatever you think we're worth, we're striving here to produce a five-star podcast. And it would really help if you would take a minute to drop us a five-star review. That way, iTunes ranks us highly. Other people can see and hear about us, and we can succeed in spreading the message of how to be informed about your health and how to get some help. So please share this podcast with a friend, head on over to iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. All right? Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, folks. It's Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. I am here today with Dr. Tammy Moralia. I'm very excited. Um, We are going to talk about truly cutting-edge medicine today. So I first bumped into her on Facebook uh, where she was talking about uh, doing injections into a shoulder and seeing if she could save someone from having to go have shoulder replacement surgery, so being able to skip that surgery. Uh, went to check out her website, found out she does a lot of work with stem cells, which is something a lot of people have heard about, both positively and negatively. So for some of us, we've heard about stem cells uh, with issues around abortion and using uh, fetal tissue and and that whole gigantic... thing that came up a number of years ago. And then more recently, we've been hearing um, about a lot of the almost Star Trek-like advancements where people are using stem cells and 3D printers and making organs. And uh, a number of years ago, there was a woman who had a, they grew a bladder for her out of her own cells and implanted it uh, because she lost it from cancer. And so stem cells are definitely an absolutely fascinating piece and to find a practitioner here in Seattle uh, that works with stem cells I was very excited to get her to sit down with me today and talk a little bit more about it so Dr. Tammy thanks for joining us thanks for having me absolutely so how did you come how did stem cells come into your life how did you get into this whole thing you know a lot of physicians get into things because of their family or themselves and so my father uh, smoked many 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 years ago when he was in the military and the air force they used to give them cigarettes quit and 10 years after he quit got diagnosed with emphysema mm. COPD mm-hmm. and there's really no treatment mm-hmm. I mean we provide oxygen at the end stages but there's no good treatment and stem cell kept coming up over and over and over again hmm. and so I researched where I wanted to send my dad and ended up becoming so excited and passionate about the work and the transformations Mm -hmm. that I decided to become a stem cell surgeon myself. Hmm. Researched a lot of different stem cell 
organizations. There's it's kind of like the wild west out there. There's mm-hmm. people who are doing prolotherapy or PRP and calling right. it stem cells. And right. I know there's some stem cells in those, and we do PRP here, but this is not that. Okay. Um, and so I ended up choosing to work with the only clinical trial that was FDA uh, registered. Mm-hmm. I loved the transparency of that and the protection and just mm-hmm. that, you know, here's all the data. We can actually give you statistics because we've treated over 5,000 people and it's done the exact same way, not just some random personal chef doing their own soup du jour with your stem cells. Right. So my dad was one of my first uh, patients Mm -hmm. and uh, his oxygen requirements went from five liters down to two liters. Wow. Yeah, and we're about ready to do his second procedure. Hmm. Um, Stem cells often are one treatment, Mm -hmm. but if you have a progressive condition, Mm -hmm. you often need more than one. Sure, sure. So not a miracle. I mean, it's maybe in some instances, but like so much of the rest of medicine, not necessarily a silver bullet in and of itself. Right. Well, except for joints, sometimes that's it. Right. Just one treatment. Don't need your replacement surgery. So it really can treat Mm -hmm. anything other than active cancer. We also preclude anybody who has any active infections. Mm. Um, But we have some pretty amazing statistics on traumatic brain injury, stroke, heart attack, Parkinson's, MS, COPD, asthma, and autoimmune conditions, which is, I know, one of your superpowers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what stem cells are. So I think many people have heard the word stem cell, but may not really. Again, I, I think for many people, just because it was in the news, some something around, you know, unfortunately aborted fetuses and and um, embryonic stem cells and things like that may come into people's minds. So what exactly are stem cells? Well, stem cells can be taken from fetal sources or mm-hmm. our placenta or mm-hmm. umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. It's also a beautiful and wonderful source can be found in your own fat. And I think that's new. A lot of people don't realize because I, I think the old data said that Adults don't have stem cells anymore. Yep. We also said that you couldn't make new brain cells. And we also said that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of things that Mm -hmm. couldn't be done. So medicine Mm -hmm. is just catching up and turns out that, yes, you're... And stem cells are pluripotent, meaning that given the right messaging, they can become whatever they are needed to be. They can become a cartilage. They can become whatever is needed. And we don't use just the stem cells. We use what's called the stromal, uh, CSVF, the stromal vascular fraction, which has Mm. got the growth factors and Mm. everything else. Mm. But we actually count the stem cells and the viability of them before Mm. we deploy them. Mm. And nobody minds donating fat. Right. (laughs) So not only do you get stem cells, but you get to lose a little bit of fat in the process, right? Bone marrow is another source, but, Mm. um, you know, it's interesting in medical school, you may have remembered that one of the ways, you know, if somebody who's really sick Mm -hmm. and you can't figure out what's going on, Mm -hmm. you might do a bone marrow aspiration Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the bone marrow quantity and quality goes Mm. down quite early in an illness. Mm -hmm. So why would you use stem cells from the bone marrow to treat sick people? Mm. Very interesting. We found that the stem cells from the fat 
were healthier and more abundant longer. Right. Also, the bone marrow procedure is such a terrible, unpleasant, painful experience compared to... Sure. Well, if you think about it, bone marrow is is in the center of the big bone, so you have to get a a big drill and needle (laughs) to get in there. And thankfully, fat um, tends to be... Towards the surface. And abundant for many of us. So um, not uh, much easier, for sure. For sure. I've even heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I read somewhere that they even said they can find some stem cells in urine so that they can... um, There's stem cells everywhere. Um, We're just trying to find the place that's most abundant. Right. Right. For sure. So stem cells then would be cells of your body that that are basically held in reserve that can go to become almost any other cell essentially that the body needs them to be. Yeah, and right. we have two pro- two procedures that we do. One mm-hmm. is you have a condition and you want a stem cell procedure. Mm-hmm. So you come, there's about a 20 to 30 minute procedure where I remove mm-hmm. 50 cc's of your fat mm-hmm. under local. There's no medication. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. And then we've got an hour process to identify, concentrate, isolate the stem cells. Mm-hmm. And you can relax, watch TV, go for lunch, go for a walk. Mm -hmm. And then when you come back, we're going to give you an IV Mm -hmm. of your own stem cells. And then we may also put it into another area. For example, shoulders. We'll put it in the shoulder or the knee or the ankle or things like that. Mm -hmm. But we imaged early on in our study. So we tagged the stem cells and mm-hmm. imaged them mm-hmm. and they go where they're needed. Crazy. I know. It would be in the left <laughs> knee, not the right knee. It would be in the right wrist, not the left wrist. It right. was just amazing. So that speaks to something. And in naturopathic medicine, we talk about the, what the term that we that's used in our philosophy is the vis, the big Latin term is the vis medicatrix naturae, which is the healing, essentially the healing power of nature or the healing power of the body. The body mm-hmm. wants to be healthy and it's deploying its intelligence to try and create a healthy system. And I know in general that's been very poo-pooed. There's no, there is no intelligence. There's nothing going on. But yet we see these stem cells go where they need to go yeah they basically have a homing device right which is that's so cool i can't say how cool that is so that's neat so for um so let's start with joints because obviously a lot of people out there arthritis is a big deal obviously things like rheumatoid arthritis autoimmune diseases can hurt and damage joints you know conventionally it's anti-inflammatories to try and reduce that. It's painkillers to try and reduce some of the pain of those conditions for people. Then some people may have heard about, and you mentioned uh, there's a technique called prolotherapy. Uh, Well, a whole bunch of techniques under the (laughs) umbrella of prolotherapy um, that I had been aware of. And so the issue, you can correct me here, that joints don't heal and regenerate very quickly or very well. No, they're, they're quite avascular, mm-hmm. so they're not getting a lot of our healing cells pass by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you damage or injure them, they don't tend to, they don't recover well or quickly or sometimes at all. And so the idea behind prolotherapy is to try and stimulate that healing within those joints, right? So a vari- whole variety of different substances are injected in and around people's joints yes and stimulate that area to to wake up the immune system and wake up the healing process Mm -hmm. Um, usually 
several treatments are needed. Mm-hmm. And there's something... And it's not very comfortable. No, I've, I, I've actually never had it done, but I have heard it's quite a painful well, experience. Well, they're, they're trying to elicit an inflammatory response mm-hmm. and kind of really irritate the area to try and wake it up, which is the opposite of the stem cell. Right. Actually, uh, there's stem cells are hugely anti-inflammatory, and there's like mm. this honeymoon period that happens for most people is right after their stem cell period. They feel like Superman or Superwoman, and they have no pain and tons of energy. Mm-hmm. That subsides, and then over the next two to three months is where the new cells are actually grown, and that's where the longing, long-lasting results are seen. Nice. So if someone is, is in a lot of pain, they have, uh, you know, for example, I know someone with very bad knees and, uh, you know, using some Tylenol, uh, despite my best, you know, recommendations using NSAIDs and Tylenol and things to just kind of manage their pain a little bit um, and sort of trying to hold out as long as possible before going for a double knee replacement, essentially, because just so people know, even though knee replacements are made of metal and titanium and everything, they don't last forever. No, they don't. And depending on the age you are, um, you may need to go back and have your bionic pieces uh, removed and refitted with new ones. Yeah, and the downtime, right. um, you know, a stem cell procedure, you can actually go right back to work <laughs> the next day. So what, so what would that situation be like? So someone comes in, they're complaining, man, both knees are just killing them and they're in bad shape. Maybe they've had them x-rayed and there's, you know, the cartilage is kind of gone from both those knees. So you'd take out 50 cc's or about two ounces of fat from the person you run it through and purify it and get the stem cells out of it and then what would you do we give them an iv okay and we would inject it into the joint oh interesting so even so this goes back to what you were saying though even though it needs to be in the knee you give it an iv so right into their bloodstream and and it finds its way into it their does. knees it does well, that's cool and so is there anything, is it, so you were saying those injections aren't pain, aren't particularly painful? No, uh, we just use a numbing agent and it's a very skinny little needle and mm-hmm. uh, the anti-inflammatory effect afterwards means that, you know, people actually feel good the next day, not this big inflammatory response where mm-hmm. they feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So unlike knee replacements where it's going to be, you know, potentially weeks or months, depending, getting back up to speed, all the healing, all the rehab, everything else. Unlike prolotherapy where they, you know, there may be some real discomfort from the procedure itself and in shortly afterwards and everything. And repeated procedures. Right. So is this basically a one-time procedure? For joints usually is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most people see some pretty significant changes and benefits from it. There's an 80% success rate for okay. a knee. spectacular. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that means that 20% of the people had nothing at all. No improvement, zero. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we don't know why. Hmm. Uh, but we do know that in, in medicine, there's nothing that works 100% of the time for 100% of the people. Of course. In f- over 5,000 cases, we have been able to see that nobody has gotten worse. Well, that's... In any condition. Okay. Now, okay. that doesn't mean it's not possible, mm-hmm. but after over 5,000 cases, it's not probable. Well, the other good thing, right, is that you're taking stem cells from the person that you're giving them to. So we're not really, it's not like we're introducing something 
foreign or yeah. or outside of. I mean, it's your own cells coming back right into then your and body, there. basically, <laughs> yes. right? So Yeah, super concentrated and directed. Right, right. So that would be, is that pretty much the case for all joints then? Would be would it be knees and shoulders and elbows? And what about people's spines if they had, you know, degenerated discs or painful spines or backs or anything? Or, or can they do stem cells for those type of conditions? Yeah. And we sometimes, we evaluate it and sometimes we do basically like a lumbar puncture mm-hmm. where we put a little bit of the stem cells in. Mm-hmm. But we also know from the imaging that the IV really does go everywhere Mm -hmm. so we're just covering our bases you know it's a procedure that it's not inexpensive it's a patient funded uh, clinical trial and so we want to make sure that we're giving every possibility to make it as successful as possible and then we because it's a clinical trial we evaluate the results sure and that's why we know that when you do a knee injection plus iv is Mm -hmm. does seem to have a better outcome right right so that's, you know, first of all, I mean, that's fascinating. Certainly, obviously, we understand that financially it can be an issue, although, you know, these surgeries and knee replacements and, and, the and time everything off. and time off work and, um, you it's know, actually, physical I think, therapy. cheaper right. when you add that up. <laughs> right, right. Well, in physical therapy and then if they're, you know, I mean, listen, when you seriously cut into someone like they do, I mean, in a knee replacement, they're going to open up your knees. I mean, straight up, folks, they're going to then cut your knee essentially out of your body and hammer in, you know, a replacement joint, risk of infection, risk of other, you know, complications and everything are, are real for people, you know, Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, certainly what I can say is if it were me, I would certainly be up for trying it. And then, you know, worst case scenario, you're one of those 20%, you don't see any benefit, then the, the replacements are always there if they are. That's what you yeah, need to do. Yeah, it doesn't preclude you from going and having the replacement at any time. It's it's a very minimally invasive procedure. Right. Is this something so if so again if my knees were really bad and I came in and they were a lot better, would I need to do it again in a couple of years or somewhere Depends down the road? Depends on how much you trash your knees. <laughs> okay. Totally. <laughs> totally fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we only have about six years of data, so okay. we're not sure. Okay. So far, mm-hmm. no. People have had one treatment. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. So let's venture a little bit more towards... So that's wonderful. I mean, there are a lot of people out there in pain with joints and other issues. And if there's, you know, a, a, a good significant chance they can avoid major surgery... Or not having to eat Tylenol or other, you know, or other painkillers on a daily basis, then knowing that that option is out there is fantastic for people. Absolutely. But let's talk about, and I sort of knew that, but where, when I looked you up, obviously my interest was really peaked was about autoimmune diseases because I see those every single day. So how can stem cells help people with autoimmune diseases? Uh, the mechanism of action is something that we're not entirely sure about. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this study. Absolutely. But it is fascinating that autoimmune is one of the most successful treatments hmm. um, for this. And and what a wonderful thing. You know all right. the crazy drugs that people have to be on and right. the side effects and the expense. Right. Um, so we are having people with autoimmune RA with... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You know, I had a patient with Crohn's disease who texted me and said, I had my first formed bowel movement in 10 years. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. exciting mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And those are progressive chronic conditions. And those people we tell, you're going to need more, more than one treatment. Okay. Um, and that's where we actually harvest the cells, expand them, and bank them so that they don't have to have the procedure over and over and over again. Interesting. Okay, so you would take that that roughly two ounces worth of fat, and then you would, you know, gr- essentially grow more stem cells out of it. Then. Yeah, and yeah. we're one of the only people that have FDA authorization to do it. I hmm. mean, this is not something we're doing on the side and hoping we're not going to get into trouble. Right. This is all being presented in the study, transparent to anybody. Our IRB number is is available for anybody who wants to go read about it. And right. So I love that safety. No, that's fantastic. Uh, and transparency. I Well, and you're pushing, you know, it's one thing and and it's great. A lot of us are out there and we're just blazing our own path and, and, you know, looking what can help patients. And there's obviously there's a place for that. But then what we want to do too is sort of drag everybody else along with us, right? When we find things that work and, and understand better about, you know, not just clinically does someone get better, but why are they getting better and like get some numbers around around all of it and, um, you know, prove its safety and all those things. So you're doing a real gift to people. It's one of, again, a reason I wanted to talk with you is help push this information out there for people. Yeah. There's, and people don't even realize that a, it's your own fat and B it's in the United States Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of foreign countries where people say, well, I'm going to go to Argentina or Europe or Mm -hmm. wherever Mm -hmm. you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And that's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. So can you give us an example? Can you, someone come to mind who has an autoimmune disease and you can sort of tell us like, what do they have and, and what's treatment been like for them and how are they doing? Well, MS is really well treated. Okay. Um, patients with MS who were going blind, having their mm-hmm. eyesight improved, mm-hmm. patients who you know, had all of their symptoms, whether or not it was rigidity or whether it was you know, just cognition. Right. There's lots of different things with MS that people patients don't talk about sure. uh, improving. Also, urge incontinence is a big, uh, incontinence right. completely was, right. is a big issue. That's right. been improved in hmm. patients. So things that they don't even really realize are like, by the way, hmm. um, my my eyes and my urine and all yeah. these things that I didn't yeah. tell you about, I right. just wanted to be able to walk better. Right. Right. Um, Parkinson's patients that were using walkers who are no longer using walkers. Hmm. And we even have some patients with cerebral palsy who've had multiple treatments who were essentially in wheelchairs, mm-hmm. um, or mobile type of, you know, devices to get them around mm-hmm. walking wow. unassisted. Wow. Yes. I met a, a lovely patient who had a, a few treatments mm-hmm. and, she was, it was hard to believe her. Right, right. No, totally. Because <laughs> she mean, didn't have, she, you have any crutches. She didn't have nothing. Right. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And so is this, uh, would they just be getting the IVs in this yes. case? Yes. Okay. So someone would come in and sit for an IV and is that, is that like an hour procedure, a couple of hours? Yeah, uh, not even. Kind of, okay. You know, half hour, 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. So pretty easy. You do get stuck with one little needle, but. Nonetheless, hey, if it can... I put lots you know. of love in. <laughs> Hurts less. <laughs> there, you, there you go. And and essentially, I mean, I don't mean to say it this way, but but that's the treatment. I mean, oh, it's they get crazy an IV simple. and it's simple. Yeah, and, you just yeah. think that there ought to be more. Right. 
Right. The, ma- the magic do... is in the cells. I actually right. don't do anything. It's all you. Yeah. It's all you and your yeah. cells. Yeah. 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 No, that's fantastic. And so what um, is that? monthly a couple times a year a couple times a week like what what really dependent on the patient's condition and the progressiveness of it right some people you know once a year because Mm -hmm. they're just fearful and they never want to have it start right sure sure um it just is so different depending on the aggressiveness of the disease and would it be so if someone were active like an ms patient and they were really having a lot of symptoms would it be more intensive in the like more intense more treatments in the beginning and then sort of tapering off as they were doing better? We don't know. We okay. just go case just, by case. It's customized sure. really for what they need and sure. what their improvement is. And, you know, and then it honestly, yes. also finances start dictating, you of know, course. in a of perfect course. world, you know, everybody could say, yes, I'm going to have, I'm going to keep getting stem cell treatments until right. I hit a plateau. Right. <laughs> for sure. No, I hear you. I mean, it's, it's, we all face it, of course, right? We'd like to give everyone everything that could possibly you know help and keep them until they were yeah as good as they're gonna get well and a lot of people think that since it's a clinical trial that it's free but almost all of the clinical trials are paid for by pharmaceutical companies or Mm. or surgical device companies Mm. and it is expensive Mm. to do a clinical trial interesting very expensive so this procedure is eight thousand nine hundred dollars okay okay it's It's good for people to know, right? Now, yeah. I certainly know, and again, if it were, and this is easy to say, of course, but obviously, if you're in that kind of position and it's possible to do it, you find the money and, and see if yeah, you Yeah, we can, have financing. You, know. you don't have to come mm-hmm. up with it mm-hmm. all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes it a little bit more doable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do the math and realize that right. when you do have your knee replacement and the physical therapy and the time off work, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. the time off work, it starts being a lot more expensive. Sure, sure. of not, not a lot of people have tons of paid time off. Right. Right. Well, and even with a lot of these autoimmune diseases, I mean, we were talking before we started recording about, you know, the cost of some of these medications. And, um, you know, again, you hope people's insurance will pick them up. But the, the, the trend now over the last number of years, I know you've seen this, is more and more of the cost is being offset onto the patients. And yeah. so... Um, High, between high deductibles and increasing copays and various things. I mean, we, you know, I was talking with a type one diabetic and just about the cost of insulin and and um, yeah. strips and and equipment and everything else. And you know, it's multiple hundred dollars a month for this patient um, with insurance wow. in the mix. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, these things just really they really add up. So certainly. Um, the, the thought at least, I know you said we we don't know the mechanism and, and that's fine. That's the way it is with a lot, but we were saying, you were saying before that stem cells are very anti-inflammatory, they Mm -hmm. reduce pain. So we would think then that in autoimmunity, we're seeing an anti-inflammatory effect occurring and then a, you know, a regeneration of some of the tissue that's been damaged. And the cells that are functioning improperly can be created that function properly. Right. Have you seen, and I'm, I'm assuming the answer is yes, but that, you know, uh, all the other things, diet and, and, you know, right supplementation and right lifestyle and all these other factors would just accelerate and improve the results that someone would get. When somebody comes to us, we are not just a one-stop shop for a stem cell procedure. Right. We look at you holistically and we're, you know, 
my patient who has Crohn's, we did a food allergy test to mm -hmm. find out what other sources she might be having that are irritating her gut and, you know, help her with diet and supplementation. We want to make sure I have a secret desire. Mm -hmm. I want my results from my center mm -hmm. to be the best ones <laughs> in the whole <laughs> clinical trial. Right. So I try to optimize and balance and bless people's entire health and life. Right, right. Well, you know, I mean, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but we definitely see, you know, those who do go in for surgeries and replacements and everything else that, you know, consistently the feedback to NDs is that, wow, um, you know, you're healing way ahead of schedule. You have much less side effects. You're needing a lot less pain medication and other things than the yeah. average person who isn't eating a good diet, taking care of themselves, supplementing wisely, doing all of these things. So we just, sure. we just know that if the overall body is in a healthier place, if the, in autoimmunity, if the immune system is calmer and better regulated, you're just going to see, you know, better results. From oh, absolutely. That. Um, you know, for example, I have a newly diagnosed type one diabetic in my practice and the whole first session we were talking about seeing how much of his pancreatic function we could preserve. So the conventional system, and maybe this is changing a little bit, but what I've seen historically is just like, well, we'll run your, essentially your pancreas is just going to run all the way down to zero. Because we're going to beat it. Right, right. <laughs> and then, you know, then we'll, then we'll sort of fine tune your insulin needs and everything once that pesky pancreas is no longer in the mix. And from my perspective, it's like, no, no, the more pancreas we can save, yeah. the easier your blood sugar control is going to be, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, um, sure. um, sometimes just very different perspectives, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, let's talk about another really interesting, so, um, so sorry, before we, before we leave there, so virtually then any autoimmune condition we're hypothesizing could be benefited from the use of stem cells? Oh yeah. Well, and like I said, we don't know a hundred percent, but we're, sure. we've, what we've seen with autoimmunity, it's very well treated. Mm -hmm. So everything from brain autoimmunity, like you were mentioning MS and Parkinson's mm -hmm. to rheumatoid arthritis, joint based autoimmunity to Diabetics. Crohn's disease, diabetes as well. You've yeah. seen some benefit from yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll be talking to my type, my new type <laughs> one then, seeing if, the, if this is something that interests him for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, and diabetics have, mm -hmm. you know, even if you can get 75% improvement, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you got to live a long time. Right. And with the diabetics, it's that control that helps you live a long time with right. vitality, right. not on dialysis, right. not in nerve pain, right. not uh, losing your eyesight. Mm -hmm. So the, a stem cell treatment may be the difference between you know living those years still as a diabetic, mm -hmm. but with lot less complications. That's our hope anyway. Right. Well, and the better control we can get... Um, like we said, it just it's it's about reducing complications and also about improving the quality of life for that person as yeah, well. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, I did see an interesting study, by the way, I think just last night that showed, and I have to dig into it, but camel milk, camel milk was shown in a trial of type 1 diabetics to improve their blood sugar control and reduce their insulin needs. Have you ever tried camel milk? I have tried it one time. I think it's yeah. because nobody ever wants to drink it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that one. But, you need to um, make camel milk capsules yeah. or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, I did. I, I talked to a vendor who is actually, uh, this was a little ways ago, who is selling, uh, importing and selling camel yeah, milk. Yeah, I have everything. some friends who do so. that. And I'm like, you know, I know why camels spit. Because yeah, they yeah. have to drink camel milk yeah. when they're young. <laughs> You can tell I'm not right, a fan. Right, of it. right. I did have a. I had a patient who was living in uh, in the Middle East, and and she was telling me that she went down to the market and could buy fresh like raw camel milk and everything, and it was like, oh, not something most of our patients are going to be. It's just a palate thing. Yeah. I think you grow up with a different, sure. you know, palate. And- sure. Sure. So there you go. You can uh, type one, obviously lots of things, but you can get stem cells and you can drink camel milk. So there you go. I'll have it on the side <laughs> yeah. with the IV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, let's talk. Um, if anyone out there who's read my history knows one of the reasons that I got into medicine was uh, my dad had a severe stroke that um, with tremendous, tremendous complications. Um, if they haven't talked to or met uh, my assistant and office manager, Lorelai, um, she had a stroke when she was eight and is doing really well, but obviously um, something that's interesting to her. So um, stem cells and, and brain injury in general, we were talking about that. So can you, can you speak to that? Unbelievable mm-hmm. results. Mm. Just unbelievable. And mm-hmm. this is one area where we're actually doing ongoing animal studies mm. in mm-hmm. addition to our human trial. Mm-hmm. So we're we're doing rat studies mm-hmm. and we have a pneumatic device where we actually concuss the rats mm-hmm. and then we measure their outcome by a maze. Mm-hmm. And the, the rats that receive stem cell within hours uh, post-concussion mm-hmm. have zero decline in their ability to do the maze and three months later Mm -hmm. they're doing the maze better than at baseline Hmm. the same control rat Mm -hmm. is actually at three months still declining in function Mm. they're not you know how we used to say people don't have a stroke they're stroking mm-hmm. because it's just this progressive thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same with a traumatic brain injury. You know, we used to, you know, just immobilize patients and make sure that they have enough oxygen and just really get that area to be perfused. Well, that's probably the worst idea because mm-hmm. it's all those inflammatory mm-hmm. cytokines that are causing the the long term ongoing problems. Right. Well, one of the things I think a lot of people don't know is there's the immediate damage that's going to happen to the brain. This is whether, you know, someone's in a a severe accident, traumatic brain injury, like a lot of people are hearing um, with the vets from the wars and stuff being blown up or or hurt. And the football players. Right. Football (laughs) play. Well, that's another thing, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of chronic... um, small if you will but kind of chronic repeated head bashing over and over and over again to the frontal lobe <laughs> right not so bad good, right? Spot. right right so people don't know the, the front is sort of where we get our impulse control and a lot of the conscious thinking Executive and everything de- decision, decision making, making. uh-huh so you know again we're not excusing anything but but some of what we think the, the violence among football players, like domestic violence to their partners or um, shootings or Suicide. suicides, um, you know, may not be a character flaw in those people, but may truly be the result of a damaged brain yeah. that can't make proper decisions yeah. for people Absolutely. anymore. So st- the brain, mm-hmm. whether it's traumatic brain injury or stroke, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable what stem cells can do. Mm. 
And this is fantastic because, you know, again, my dad had had a stroke uh, 17 years ago now. And, um, you know, they definitely, the doctors, I have much gratitude. They saved his life. He clearly would have died without serious intensive care at the time. But treatment afterwards was basically just physical, you know, physical, occupational and speech therapy and trying to make the most of what was left, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. With, with, no, with, you know, nothing else, no other potentials nope. there. Yeah. And we're saying here, now we know that, again, so there's the initial damage that occurs, whether that's from a stroke uh, causing death and damage to the brain or a big trauma or injury causing the damage. But what Dr. Tammy was getting at is the concern is that that inflammation that's triggered in the brain has, is very hard for the brain to turn back off again. And once it starts, then it can continue rolling on for months or even years down the road, continuing to cause damage and, and de degradation, big word there, uh, de degrading the function of the brain. And so it's not just the immediate effects of what happens. It's the longer term as well. Like you were saying in those rats, months afterwards, they were still seeing function declining. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So we not only have to reduce that inflammation and turn that off and, you know, there's, and there's many things, um, you know, you know, for example, progesterone has been shown to reduce some of that inflammation and in the swelling. fatty acids. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, CBD from cannabis as well has been shown to reduce inflammation that could possibly be helpful, but we're saying, Hey, there is this almost miraculous piece in stem cells as well. Yeah, and, right? and that rejuvenation of the injury mm -hmm. um, when you're getting the stem cells. Which is nothing else that we know of can no. do that. No, not right? at all. And people say, well, you know, does it still work when I'm in my 70s? Right. Well, if you get a scratch, mm -hmm. do you still heal? Right. How is that? Right. You know, we kind <laughs> of take a lot of things for granted sure. about how our body works. Sure. Sure. So even, uh, was, oh wait, before I fly off on a tangent here. So, um, so all of these different, uh, injuries, even things, um, you know, potentially like sports injuries. So I had a patient, uh, who came in a couple of months ago and, and everything sort of started for her after a severe soccer injury where she was, um, you know, essentially kicked in the head and knocked unconscious, um, on Yikes. the soccer field. Right. And of course, never really treated, nothing was ever really done and her health declined ever since. So we're even saying from things like that, potentially, um, and is it the same as it an IV? Yeah. It's done. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? That's I so know. fantastic. I know. Um, Crazy. Cause I did hear. And the rats yeah. are also just, 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 they get it in their tail vein. That's the treatment. Fascinating. Like we're not sticking it in their brain. Or well, right. Anything. I was going to say, I heard no. something. <laughs> Lorelai brought to my attention where they'd actually drilled. Uh, there was there a is an intraventricular, but we mm -hmm. have found and our statistics are mm -hmm. not doing that. It's just IV. That's fantastic. Those are the results with just IV. Because nobody wants a hole drilled in their head, basically. No, because you know? there's all kinds of things that shouldn't be open to the air and your right. brain is one of them. Right. So... And you know you don't want to you don't want to mess up your hair. Either, there right? you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and there there mm -hmm. seems to be well you know the process of people say well well what about the blood brain barrier I've heard right. about the blood brain barrier and right. that's why medication can't cross it and right. things like that. Right. 
There is no blood-brain barrier to you. Huh? Huh? Yeah? Your brain cells are constantly, you know, of course there's cells that have to be made when you're little and your brain grows in size. And so there is no barrier to your own cells. Huh? Huh? It's a free pass. Right. That would, I mean, that would be the big thing. Oh, you can't give it IV because it would never actually get to the brain. But we're saying, no, these little guys... They go where we they, don't think it. We know it. They, they we know, tested they it. Know, they go where they're needed to go. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what about like dementias and stuff as well? Yeah, What's the we're starting there? to treat more and more patients with dementia. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it seems like the earlier we can treat some of those patients, the better results. We've had some sure. patients who weren't cured, but they were mm-hmm. back to living home and, and b- being able to participate in conversations. And awesome. That's another big area for sure. And mm-hmm. then... Another area is paralysis, spinal cord injuries. Mm. Yeah, amazing. People are actually walking again, especially with our sister uh, hospital in China. They mm-hmm. have a whole n- unbelievable technique that what they have found is that if you don't sever your cord, but you have a spinal cord injury, mm-hmm. if they actually do surgery and cut you open, there's mm-hmm. a gel like scar. Mm-hmm. This collagenous goo mm-hmm. that has been placed by your body over the injured area. Oh, okay. That's the inflammatory response that happened. Mm-hmm. That actually prevents the stem cells from getting in there. So in China, they're scraping that off uh-huh. and injecting the stem cells into the injured site uh-huh. and patients are walking. Holy crap. I, I mean, know. That's amazing. I know. Amazing. <laughs> so no, fantastic. Now we just got to grow new limbs for people too, right? Ah, 3D painting. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> you know, yeah. No, but wow, that's, you know, the potential here, I can see why you're so excited about the use of stem cells because it's almost almost in any condition, yeah. there's going to be some benefit from, because again, stem your own cells that we can coax into becoming whatever it is that we need them to become. Yeah, by concentrating and directing them. So you found for your dad, so uh, emphysema basically, simplistic sake, is sort of lung failure where your lungs really just don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. In the case of smoking, obviously, over the years, your dad just damaged and damaged and damaged his lungs until they they were working very badly, right? And you found that, it, again, just an I, just IVs of... Well, for two reasons mm-hmm. that l- all lung conditions, asthma, um, you know, all the lung conditions mm-hmm. that people suffer from mm-hmm. are really wonderfully treated with stem cells. One is stem cells seem to love the lungs. Everybody's stem cells mm-hmm. go to the lungs first. Hmm. And they hang out there for a little while few hours okay we don't think that we know that we imaged it we tagged and imaged it the second thing is it's just kind of basic science if you do it iv Mm -hmm. that the first place that if you follow the pathway of a vein Mm -hmm. that's deoxygenated blood the first place that that goes to is the lungs so we're literally kind of dumping it into the lungs anyway uh, that makes sense yeah when you kind of go back you're like oh yeah right that's just like a maze you just follow it along and oh yeah we end up at the lungs first hmm. Hmm. i mean we think of course heart issues as well right because the heart stem is, cells uh, are cardiomyopathy go. is uh treated very well hmm. heart attack if mm-hmm. you can get your own stem cells and that's where banking your cells 
are, is such a, a wonderful future thing. Mm. You know, if you just say, well, that's great. I'm healthy right now. Right. Nobody plans a heart attack. Nobody plans a stroke. Nobody plans to blow out their knee or hurt their head. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've got your cells already banked and you can get your cells in within hours, mm-hmm. the difference is night and day. Hmm. I know, you know, uh, one of the things when my kids were born, uh, they were talking, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, three and seven years ago now, there was a lot of talk about saving umbilical cord blood because right. um, they have But a now lot of we stem can cells. do that equivalent for ourselves right. right now. So we don't need uh, to have, if, if you didn't, if your parents years and years and years ago didn't save umbilical cord blood, you're not screwed. We can still get stem cells. Yeah, and talk about bioinsurance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need anything better than that. Right, right. Um, well, fantastic uh, news and so exciting. Um, what about, um, although it's not my focus, but what about anti-aging? Just generally speaking, people are getting older. Do we think infusions of stem cells could be a treatment to stay, I don't want to say stay young, but stay vibrant vibrant and stay active we and, think so mm-hmm. yeah we mm-hmm. think that's the future of, of medicine is where you bank your cells and you get an iv once a year mm-hmm. whether you think you need it or mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. what about um oh man just flew out of my head um, completely lost it there i had one for you it'll come back to me in just a minute um so what does the future bring from this point so conducting a clinical trial here yep yeah. And I, I want getting the word out. Really, that's right. the biggest thing is that people don't realize that you can A, have a stem cell treatment, B, it's from your own fat, C, it's here in the United States, in Seattle, mm-hmm. and that it's, you know, a three hour procedure and right. you can go to back to work the right. next day. Right. So no down, no, no, other than the time, obviously they're in the office or any transit or anything, but the procedure itself doesn't carry any downtime for no, people. No, no. And what about risks? So I've heard people talk about, well, maybe, con- and you mentioned cancer, maybe concerns with cancer. We know that, um, and I've seen, you know, conflicting and th- things about whether stem cells or how they're involved in cancer formation and growth of cancer and whether the cancers itself are recruiting stem cells to facilitate their growth and everything. Um, is there... Is there concern if someone doesn't have cancer that giving them stems that we know about that giving them stem cells could cause cancer or or anything like that? Absolutely, there's a concern, and that's why it's wonderful that we follow up. Mm-hmm. We have a database that follows people for years, mm-hmm. and we can say that over five thousand people have had a treatment and been documented and followed, mm-hmm. and there has been no increase in cancer. Well, again, tumors. If, if we're giving people their own cells, doesn't... Well, but it's not true with umbilical. Mm. There is a slight increase in the risk of tumor and cancer formation. Hmm. Um, and it, maybe it's because those cells are designed to make a whole human being in nine months. Okay. And t- tumor formation is cellular activity without regulation and it just kind of goes crazy. Right. Maybe that's the reason. Right. Um, there's a lot we don't know, but... So far, we feel pretty good. 5,000 is a good number. We're mm-hmm. hoping to, you know, quadruple that in the next year or so. Right. And just get even stronger and stronger evidence. Nice. Nice. Well, before we start bringing this thing to a close, is there anything we haven't covered that you want to 
tell people about? Any any issues or anything that's burning a you know any research or anything that's burning a hole in your pocket that you just want to get out there to people? I think that this is the biggest thing. You know, mm-hmm. stem cells is the biggest thing. I feel like I'm involved in a whole new chapter in the future of medicine. Mm. I feel like maybe this is how Louis Pasteur just <laughs> felt like, you right. know. Right. That was really the last huge revolution that we had in medicine and I think this is this is the next one. Right. So like the discovery of we talked about the discovery of antibiotics fundamentally changed the world in the practice of medicine. You feel and I, I mean I have to agree with you there seems to be so much upside to this that the the use of stem cells could fundamentally change the way we practice medicine. I like to see it in every physician's office mm-hmm. as a bedside mm-hmm. procedure that's available. And FDA approves, so your insurance will pay for it. <laughs> Ideally, right? Well, this is going to be one of the things in the in the short term. Of course, this isn't. It is expensive for people, um, and unfortunately, we're going to have a lot of vested interests working against the spread of this. I mean, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but nonetheless, if we can prevent replacements from happening, a lot or of pharmaceutical people pharmaceutical drugs, part of, right, mm-hmm. and the use of pharmaceuticals, a lot of companies, people, organizations stand to lose a lot of money. Well, and that's why it's not funded by a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to gain mm-hmm. from it. And, mm-hmm. and that makes sense. But, um, you know, I think that given that we have financing, I think that the bottom line for people to evaluate the cost is the mm-hmm. value. And as long as people understand that there's no guarantee, that right. literally right. you could be one of those people that it could have nothing at all right like zero improvement I think that's the biggest thing that I want people to understand is I can get so passionate and excited that I can get people excited about the possibilities but I always have to end up saying you know you have to own that nothing at all could be also an outcome here and as long as you're good with that you know we have better statistics than Tylenol right (laughs) right well I was gonna say that's that's the thing right we all of course of of course, everyone wants certainty. We want to know if I go and do this thing, whatever this thing actually is, that I'll see the results that I'm looking for. And yeah. unfortunately, nothing. And even, you know, even going down the most conventional mainstream route for treating your problem still can't guarantee that you're going to get those results. And carries the possibility you could be worse. Right. Even a regular hernia operation to, that's, you know, just a day procedure, outpatient, you know, right. in a sur- surgery center, not inpatient, even that can have devastating results. Absolutely. I mean, I've just saw, um, you know, a patient recently who, who had to go in for a minor surgery and it turned into a six month ordeal because the surgery didn't go right. And then there were about six other surgeries that came after that surgery to deal with all the complications and procedures and it turned this person's life completely upside down, down, you know? And of course, thankfully that doesn't happen most of the time, but we, we just have to be aware that, that there is no perfect, uh, there's no perfect solution. And if we had crystal balls and could foretell Mm -hmm. the future, that would be better. But but sadly, and it's something with like an 80% success rate. For some of the, each condition has a different statistic, but joints are, are pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. 
So we just have to look at it and decide what makes sense. And obviously there is nothing is right for everyone in all situations, but yeah. certainly um, this is an exciting uh, possibility out there for people. I, I wanted to backtrack just one second, just to make people aware. So you were saying that you are running a, a clinical trial. And I think a lot of people think that means that someone is paying for that, you know, yeah. that, that clinical. It's a patient just, funded. Right. Yeah. And they can get more information. We have a website. Mm -hmm. It's Seattle Stem Cell center.net okay um and you can also call 877-8-VITALITY and we can you know have a complimentary consultation for you Mm -hmm. and there's lots of information and frequently asked questions on our website which again is seattle stem cell center.net cool um that um, the, the government then doesn't necessarily pay for for these trials huh no, no. so it's it's mostly pharmaceuticals and, and medical equipment manufacturers who are financing various trials. trials yeah okay that's good for people to know right i mean i think you know when we don't think about it we just think oh well i don't know the government must be paying for it right mm-hmm. or something but yet um you know ulterior motives unfortunately right again if you know a pharmaceutical company won't sponsor a trial unless they feel that there's potential upside for them in doing it. Yeah. Right. So, well, all right. I think we're bringing things to a close here. Uh, utterly fascinating. Are there any takeaways that, that you feel that people can get other than knowing that this treatment exists and, and researching it for themselves? Is there anything you'd like to leave people with? No, I think that just opening your mind to the possibility, even if you're young and you're healthy that you can actually bank your cells if you're old that there's there's no need to give up that there are opportunities to improve your quality of life Mm -hmm. so just to kind of go oh wow Mm-hmm. There's more here. Mm-hmm. So how do people, so obviously we've got yourself, we heard your website, we'll get it again and we'll put it, post it in the show notes as well for people. Are there, you know, if people are living in New York, right? Other side of the country, obviously they could fly here, but are there other doctors who are practicing this kind of medicine that people could look up? And is there any way they can tell if they're any good. Basically, they know <laughs> what they're talking about. Well, there's a network of, of physicians that are doing this clinical trial. And okay. so you can you can find uh, physicians in your area. But m- I would say 90% of my patients fly in. Okay. I've even had patients fly from Taiwan. Okay. okay. And uh, since it's just a overnight and you can go home the next day, right? Um, it's not a difficult thing to do at all. Okay. Seattle's a pretty big metropolitan city with a great right. airport right, right. <laughs> easy to get in and out of i was gonna say it's a you know you're not practicing i don't know in some tiny town and we're somewhere. not gonna be frozen out and yeah. <laughs> wonder whether you can you know have weather and all of that stuff so right. that's what what has happened for the majority of my patients funny enough have mm-hmm. been from out of town mm. so what about for any doctors who might be listening to this podcast is there anywhere that like in their fascinated and maybe they want to look into it more or consider training. Yeah, we are actually accepting other um, physicians as part of our affiliate network and Mm -hmm. I'm happy to hook them up. They can reach out to me and um, I'm part of the network and the administrative faculty portion Okay, and speak for the stem cell network at conferences and I'm happy to support and spread the word nice nice so any doctors just contact you contact your Absolutely. office and, and I can get them can... hooked up with the training and how to get going in their own practice nice nice fantastic because yeah. again we would love to see 
If this treatment even pans out to be half as good as we're hoping that it is, we'd love to see this all over the place and Absolutely. helping tons and tons of people. Um, okay. Anything else before we wrap up, Dr. Tammy? No, thank you for your time. Awesome. How, again, how can people contact you if this is something that interests them? Yeah, seattlestemcellcenter.net. Okay. It's got frequently asked questions. You can email us. That's probably the easiest way to get the most information. Um, if you know you want to do it and you want to book a complimentary consultation, you can mm-hmm. call 877-8-VITALITY. Okay. Awesome. Well, we will go ahead and put those in the show notes. If anybody has any questions, please feel welcome to reach out to Dr. Tammy and her wonderful staff. And folks, until we talk again, take care. All right, folks, that wraps up another episode of the Aspire Natural Health podcast. If you enjoyed it, we hope you've subscribed to us over at iTunes. You can also check us out at our website, www.aspirenaturalhealth.com. That's Aspire as in A-S. P-I-R-E naturalhealth.com. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash aspire natural health or check out our library of videos over at YouTube. Just go over to YouTube and punch in aspire natural health. You'll find us there. So a couple great more ways you can check out our free educational materials. At Aspire Natural Health, we are experts at treating gut dysfunctions, autoimmune diseases, and other hard-to-treat cases. If you that's you or someone you know, you can always contact us and schedule a free 15-minute consult with myself and find out if we are the right fit and we can help you out with your issues. So simply check us out, check out our website. Again, that's www.aspirenaturalhealth.com or give us a call at 425-202. 7849. You can set up that free 15 minute consult. All right, folks, until we meet again, take care.